Welcome in to the, another episode of the Motor Car Marketplace podcast. I am your host, as always, Mac Moore. And first, I need to apologize for my late absence in getting to this podcast episode, at least. Uh, I have had finals week for exams and then also had a job interview yesterday. And so my time has been taken up with either studying, uh, going to a hotel or traveling or doing a job interview, of course, this past a week and a half for two weeks. So now that I'm finally on a Christmas break of some sort, I will be able to continue my weekly podcast in an efficient manner, thankfully. So uh, as I led to on the uh, previous episode, this one will be about the Alfa Romeo Spider or Duetto, as it's come to be known as, and so also the uh, Series 1 Alfa Romeo Spider. Uh, And so I'll give a quick little brief overview of the Alfa Romeo Spider first off before we get into the usual stuff for the podcast. The Alfa Romeo Spider was built from 1966 to 1969 and is also known as the Duetto or the and has the uh, trademarked round tail or boat tail as it's become known as since it has the rounded rear end and once you see a photograph of it you will definitely know what I'm uh, talking about there or at least referring to there. It has a 1.6 liter or 1.75 liter four-cylinder engine, depending on what year model you got, four-wheel disc brakes, a five-speed transmission, dual Weber carburetors, or fuel injection, depending on what year you got as well, which were all really quite the upgrades at the time, especially for late 60s model cars, uh, especially with four-wheel disc brakes. I think they were the only vehicle in its class to have uh, all four wheels with disc brakes, which is very, very uh, rare at the time and was really a huge upgrade at the time as opposed to having just drum brakes or maybe two wheel uh, disc brakes and then two drum brakes or something like that. So that was all very impressive uh, and really is what led to its popularity. Uh, some history about the Alfa Romeo Spider, though. Uh, it was, is the successor to the Julia Spider, and when it was first introduced in 1966, it wasn't well received by the press, unfortunately. Uh, today we regard it as a beautiful vehicle, especially since it was designed by Pininfarina, the Pininfarina Design House. The uh, Alfa Romeo Spider was also known as the Duetto, and the name Duetto came from a contest that Alfa Romeo had held uh, in, night, in the mid-60s. However, the Duetto name was already trademarked by a company, and the stories changed either whether whether or not that company was Volvo or an Italian baker. But at, regardless, as a result, uh, Alfa Romeo simply named it the Spider 1600 because of its 1600cc engine and 1.6 liter engine. Uh, in 1968, however, Alfa Romeo introduced their line of 1750 uh, cars which meant that uh, the Alfa Romeo Spider 1600 would be replaced with the uh, Spider 1750 engine, giving it just a little bit more power. And so if it's a 68 or later, it has a 1750 engine. The 1750 engines also had the famous Spica fuel injection beginning in 1969. So if it's a 1969, then it probably has the fuel injection as opposed to Weber carburetors. In 1968, however, Alfa Romeo did not import any cars to the U.S., because of tightening emission standards. This would happen again for Alfa Romeo in 1970, unfortunately. And so 1968s are rather hard to come by as true imports to the US. Uh, This car is also famous for its role in the movie The Graduate as Dustin Hoffman drove it. And it is uh, well known from that film as well. It really is the film that put it on the map as a 
uh, classic car, a beautiful car in that manner. Today, the Alfa Romeo Spider, uh, like many cars from the 60s, um, is unfortunately a rust bucket, and especially if it isn't cared for properly and is consistently exposed to outside elements. However, aside from that, it really is considered one of the most beautiful Italian cars that remain. It's <clears throat> certainly a true classic car. Uh, and for as someone who's looking to get into classic Italian car ownership, then the Alfa Romeo Spider certainly is a pretty good option for that. Um, given that it's a little, it's cheaper than anything like the Ferraris of the time, or certainly the Lamborghinis too. And so, if you are just in the market for your first ever uh, classic Italian vehicle, then the Series One Spider is not a bad option at all. If you do have a little bit of extra money lying around. Uh, and speaking of values, or at least money about the car, we can now jump into the values and uh, good examples of Alfa Romeo Spiders that I have found online. And first and foremost with the Haggerty value guides, unfortunately, uh, those are very, very, very unreliable when it comes to the Series 1 Spider, just because it has grouped all the Alfa Romeo Spiders together. So whether it be a 1966 or a 1993 version, they are all grouped together in the uh, same class, so the values for them do not reflect the uh, um, 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 the the Series 1 Spiders, excuse me, but yeah, so Haggerty Vigo is not very good, so as a result of that, I will go ahead and get into my personal evaluations and give some good examples of some ones that I have found recently. And in true motor car marketplace fashion, I will start with the most expensive one, as always, because what better place to start? Uh, the most expensive Series 1 Alfa Romeo Spider that I found was going for $79,900. Or let's just let's just call it eighty thousand. It is a nineteen sixty seven model with a red exterior and black interior that had red piping. The interior appears to be refinished in the car, though, uh, as it was just extremely neat looking. I'm sure it has all been refurbished or completely reupholstered or something like that. The interior also has a Nardi steering wheel, which is a nice upgrade. And that was a Nardi steering wheel. I'm sorry if I was a little uh, if I mumbled there. The uh, body is in immaculate condition, as you can expect from this price point of $80,000. Uh, the original engine has also been replaced. Uh, you know, I said it was a 1967 model, and given that year, it'd be a 1.6 liter engine. However, the, uh, the previous owner of this car has replaced the original engine with a 1986 factory fresh 2 liter motor. Uh, which is actually quite a common upgrade because it's a bit more reliable and has a bit more power as well and gives the Series 1 just a little bit of extra oomph and it is quite a cool uh, cool upgrade or a good upgrade to have for these cars. So, and if you aren't a stickler for absolutely 100% original, then it's a, a, certainly a sought-after upgrade as well. This vehicle is offered by Motorcar Classics in Farmingdale, New York, again for $80,000 and is a prime example of a very good uh, Series 1 out there. The middle of the pack uh, vehicle that I found was going for $59,900 uh, or as we did at the previous one, we just call it $60,000. It, it is a 1966 red exterior with black interior, which is obviously a very popular color combination. And it appears to be in very, very good shape as well. Uh, the dealer, who is Daniel Schmidt and Company out of St. Louis, say that 
it is believed to have just 41,070 miles on the odometer, which, if that is true, it's an extremely good price for this car, uh, given the low mileage on it. And it also has a radio instead of the Pininfarina badge on the center dash. Uh, I personally prefer the Pininfarina badge. Uh, I know that some people want the radio, but I believe that more more, more people want the Pininfarina badge. And I'm sure back in 1966, when you were ordering this car, if you had the option and you and could afford it, then you would put in the radio as opposed to the uh, just having the base level Pininfarina badge on, on the center console. But I think today the Pininfarina badge just has a neat little touch to it, and it's very cool and is a, a nice little uh, accessory to the car as opposed to a radio from the 60s. But you know, some people want the uh, radio instead of the badge, so just depends on who you are. They don't really uh, have a reflection in value given that they have a badge or the radio. Uh, but anyhow, may, I, could have, I have found many Series 1 Spiders or Duettos uh, at this price point all day long, especially for 60 grand. You could find a, a very, very good clean one for that price point. And it, it would certainly be a driver, but a very good driver in that regard. Uh, and I also found a 1300 Junior that was in uh, immaculate condition at that price point as well and the 1300 junior was just the uh, lower model of the Alfa Romeo Spider and had obviously a, a, a slower engine and those aren't uh, as coveted as much as the spiders are so they go for a little bit less but that's another option you could do at the $60,000 price point. Uh, the cheapest one that I found though was actually going for $19,950 and or as we can do with the other two we just call it 20 uh, and it w was a 1969 model, so it had the 1750 engine, uh, with light exterior, uh, with, a, I'm sorry, a light yellow exterior and very noticeable rust, I'll say. Uh, it wasn't in terrible condition with the interior, but it certainly wasn't nice. And it really is just, it was a project car. It is a project car. I don't know if it's still for sale. Uh, but it, it is a project car and the price justifies that, you know, at $20,000, you should expect to have a project car, uh, uh, duet over spider, as opposed to one that's really ready to go. And this one was listed by the well-known Beverly Hills Car Club, uh, who is also a very reputable dealer in everything I've read about them. So hopefully that gives you a good idea of what to spend as far as pricing goes on the Alfa Romeo Spider, especially or the Series One Alfa Romeo Spider, especially if you are in the market for one and uh, want to get into classic Italian car ownership, then my just sound advice would be sixty thousand dollars for a good driver, a good middle of the road driver that is um, it just in nice condition, and you won't feel too bad about taking it out uh, a couple of times a week. So my personal thoughts on the Series 1 Spider, well, uh, I think it is a vehicle that is a definite Italian classic and a vehicle of just pure style and elegance. It's extremely beautiful. Uh, I did have the opportunity to drive one in Atlanta for a good amount of time, and it was an unforgettable experience for sure. The sun was shining at the right amount, and everyone who saw me would just stop whatever they were doing to wave and gaze at the car, perhaps me, but I'd like to stay humble on that. Uh, the vibrations from the car and the sound of it are uh, the sound it makes when you put your foot down are just intoxicating. It's such a cool car to drive and uh, everything about it is classic Italian luxury and style. It's one of those um, cars you can only imagine driving uh, near 
Lake Como in the late 60s or 70s, and you just wish that you were a young Italian man able to do that, uh, maybe for a date car or something like that, is something that's truly spectacular and really one of a kind. Uh, uh, if I were buying one today, though, and and I would want it to be a driver, of course, like I said before, I'd like to spend anywhere from probably the mid-50s to possibly the low 60s, uh, anything in the $70,000 range uh, would start to become an extremely nice vehicle uh, with a possibly that more reliable 2-liter engine upgrade. If that was something that you sought after, you might be able to find one with that. Uh, otherwise, you'll have to be stuck on doing it yourself. Uh, but that is sort of my just sound advice for the Alfa Romeo Spider, uh, especially if you are in the market for purchasing one, and hopefully you are. Uh, they are spectacular cars and some and a vehicle that is just a lot of fun to drive and one that uh, really will leave you with a lasting and unforgettable experience and might even be a car that you could pass down in the future and actually could be a car that uh, gains some value in the future as well. They can be regarded as the poor man's Ferrari, but one that is certainly just the the all essential elements are cool and really could go up in value in the future and hopefully they, they do but once after i purchase one as always so those are my thoughts on the series one alpha remote spider i'm hoping that you learned something today and um at least learned what the value guides are for those um thank you so much for listening be sure to check out the brand new motor car marketplace website which is now finally live uh after a very uh, prolonged building period, I would say, and it certainly looks better on your computer than it does on your cell phone, but it's accessible through all platforms as long as you can just get to the internet. It is out there. Uh, and also be sure to follow us on Instagram as well as Facebook at Motor Car Marketplace. You can follow myself if you would like to. I'm at LawMacMore, L-A-W-M-A-C-M-O-O-R-E across all platforms of social media. Uh, and I even think on uh, LinkedIn, I'm also at LawMacMore, so if you want to connect with me or just stay up to date on what I'm up to personally, then you're more than welcome to. Uh, like I said before, thank you so much for listening to the Motorcar Marketplace podcast, and be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode coming your way soon, as well as uh, articles are up on the Motorcar Marketplace website as well. So like I said, thank you and goodbye.